controlling the projector to just put on the screen 2 Timothy chapter 4 from verse 1 to verse 5. I'd like us to read our text together today. Okay? Three, go. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exalt with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passion and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, and fulfill your ministry. You can be seated. When Lucy and I were sharing with you this morning our ministry, we were sharing our ministry with with joy and and sharing our joy with you because you have supported us, you prayed for us, and 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 uh, you are part of our ministry. and And these are things that we thank God for. As a team, uh, we are a part of this church, and you people are a part of us. So together, there are things we can thank God for, uh, even in a, in in Liberia. In a broken society, there are things we, we can tell the Lord thank you for. And one of those things is that lives are being transformed. Kids are coming to know the Lord. The church in Africa will be strong because people are giving their lives to Jesus. And you and I are the ones God is using to bring these to reality in people's lives. That's something we need to tell God thank you for. But even as Lucy and I think about leaving this place tomorrow, we also want to let you know that there are some difficult days ahead of the American church. There are difficult days ahead of the African church. There are some difficult days ahead for us, the people of God around the world. And Jesus was very specific. He told his disciples, in this world, you will have trials, you will have tribulations. He says to his disciples, you will be surrendered to the leaders. They will try you, and and they will treat you with all kinds of disrespect. On account of me, if you live faithful and you serve me, you will have difficult days. 
Jesus goes on, he tells his disciples, he says, before I come, some of the difficult days will be rumors of war. But, but you would, not only will you hear rumors of war, he says some of you will be placed into conditions of war. We in Africa, we already have those kinds of situations. We know what it means to, 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 to not eat for, for days. We, we know what it means. My wife knows what it means for a woman to be pregnant and not have anything to eat for an entire week, but just drink water. We are familiar with that. Jesus says these things will happen to you believers as you stay committed to the works of the Lord. There are some difficult days ahead of this church. There are some difficult days ahead for us as the church in America. There will come a day when when people will not want to listen to sound teaching. There will be times when pastors like Pastor Kent in America, you will be rounded up and taken to jail. Are you preparing for those days? Pastor, those days would not be good days. They, 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 will, not be, they will not be days that, that, uh, that, that we will love to have. But Jesus says the church will have those days. And so that we are not taken by surprise. We need to prepare for the day. The days are evil. I was talking this morning about people who do church shopping. Do you have them here? You are just 35 years old or 40 years old, but you've changed church over 10, 15, 20 times. They're never satisfied with any local church. Why? Paul tells Timothy and says, the days will come when people will have what kind of ears, pastor? Etching ears. People will not put up with sound doctrine. There will come a day in America if pastors stay faithful to the preaching of the word, people will leave the church. But it's okay. It's okay to leave the church because the truth is preached. And so, so Paul says to his son Timothy, his, 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 his son in the Lord, and says, I want to prepare you for some days because right now, Timothy, I'm hearing you talk about conversions. I'm hearing you talk about prayers that God is answering. I'm hearing you talk about how the church is making progress. I'm hearing all of those. But Timothy, you also need to be prepared. There will be a day. And those days, we started having them in Africa already. There are some videos that if we showed you, I mean, you will not just contain them. People take videos of how Christians are beheaded every day. 
And they will send those videos to us as church leaders to deter us from preaching the truth. To let you know if you don't stop preaching, this is how you two will end up. Bugu Haram is using all of the scare tactics. ISIS. And the agenda is get the pastors afraid to preach. Shut them off. Get some of the pastors and the elders and behead them. They will dig their own graves. Mass graves. You guys dig the graves and you all line up. And they say, it's your time. Lie down. They, they will not use guns. They will cut your throat. And then you fall into the mass graves. Then the next person will come. We have those videos. And every Ramadan, which is the Muslim fast and prayer month, they will release these videos to all pastors to scare pastors and tell them to stop preaching the truth. Can I tell you, American Christians, if you didn't already know, can I tell you this morning, that Islam is growing faster in your country than Christianity? Hmm? Did you know that? You people better wake up in this country. Because the church in America is dying and Islam is growing. Bibles are not taught in your schools. And Christians don't have the guts to stand up for that. I was in Colorado recently. And I met a woman at an office. And we greeted her and she was so wonderful. She's the secretary to the man we wanted to see. And I asked her, do you know the Lord as your Savior? Are you a believer? And some American tells me, you don't do that in American culture. <laughs> if, if, if we don't do that, how will people get to know the Lord as their personal Savior? If every Christian is afraid to ask somebody, do you know the Lord? Ask somebody if they know the Lord, if they have a relationship with the Lord. And if the devil doesn't like it, let him go to hell. That's where he belongs. We are so scared in this country. You know, after asking that lady if she knew the Lord, she actually thanked me for the courage to ask her. Because nobody, her life is messed up and she's never met believers. So the next day, she and I talked and I said, okay, I'm going to be here this week and I'm going to be attending a church called Cedar Creek Church. Can you come to church on Sunday? She showed up. And 
And I shared that Sunday and I was asking the pastors, what if members of the church did what I did? (laughs) Makes a difference. Our God is a miracle working God. He is the same yesterday, today. He will be the same forever. What he did yesterday, he can do today. He just needs some men and women with guts to get out there. You know what? I have chosen to be a man with guts. That's why I'm not looking for a decent living, a decent lifestyle. And we, the church in America, can do the same. I really pray that the Lord will use me to provoke you Christians in America to stand up to some of your government policies and say, we will not do it. We will not send our children to that school if you will not teach Bible. Mr. Principal, we will make sure you get dismissed because you are not allowing Bible into that school. Mr. Governor, we will make sure people will not vote for you because you don't want to stand for the faith. Nobody wants to stand for Christianity in America, but everybody wants to stand for something other than Christianity. And the church is so afraid to talk about it. Church, go ahead and talk. Whether you like it or not, the difficult days will come. So I'm just here to let you know so that you prepare yourself so that this thing does not catch you by surprise. Because if America continues the way she is going, you will soon have a Muslim president other than Donald Trump. I like him. that, 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 That guy has guts. I wish everybody, all of you were like him. He doesn't say what everybody wants to hear. I'm not here to praise him, you know. But the church in America needs some people who will say what people do not want to hear. What's wrong with letting people know that we are conservative Christians? We are not going to support you. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with some group going to the senator and saying we will impeach you from office, sir, because you no longer stand for the truth. I love this country. You know, I was telling somebody in New York, I said, you know why God is blessing America still? Because of the faith of the founding fathers of this nation. They wrote mighty songs. God bless America, my home, sweet home. God bless America, my home, sweet home. Listen to the words in those songs. You can tell that the founders of this country were godly men and women. And they established a nation with God's help, with the help of Almighty God. 
They say, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, but they talk about one nation under God. And you guys are struggling to remove under God. And the Bible says, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Have you read that in your Bible? And you guys are tolerating leaders who will do everything to remove the phrase under God from your flesh. Can we have some Christians with guts in this country who can march into Washington and say, sir, we are not eating and we are not moving from this place until you guys bring that structure down. You know some of the structures they've started building in your capital. So the days will come. So how should we live? I tell my congregation we are not going to pray so that God will stop troubles from coming into our lives. I will not be a part of that prayer. Because God will not even answer that prayer. God says he will be with us in the days of trouble. Right? Have you read that in the Bible? In the book of Psalms? He says, I'm going to be with you. Call upon me in the days of trouble. I will be with you. So he has a desire to be faithful and to stand with us and to support us when we go through trials. Your trials are coming. You have been running to help other countries. Tsunami hits them. The very things that leaders of those countries do that bring the wrath of God, your country's leaders have started doing them. So we can only announce the wrath of God on America. But listen to me. You people are a blessing to the rest of the world. The church, the church around the world is praying for the church in America. You don't want to say amen to that. That's up to you. Amen. The church around the world is praying for the church in America. I say. Amen. So that the church in America will stand up And look at some leaders and tell them, this nation belongs to God. You know, if America gets it right, most countries in the world will get it right. Everything rises and falls on leadership. And God has given this country a positional leadership in the world. And we pray that this country will rise up. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, I, tell, I was telling the church this morning in Liberia when I say praise the Lord, I like my congregation to respond. It's not arrogance. But it's a confirmation that yes, brother, we agree. So because there are some difficult days ahead of us, 
we are under obligation to live certain ways. But before we come to those obligations, I just want to quickly talk about the certainty of the day. Hmm? Difficult days, we say three things about them. Difficult days are certain. Can you say that to somebody sitting right side? You say, neighbor, difficult days for Christians in this country are certain. Let's, let's go ahead and do that. Tell somebody, neighbor, difficult days are certain. This church is a praying church. This church prays. And when we pray, the Lord answers our prayers. But we will not pray so that difficult days will be removed. Did you get it? We will not pray for difficult days to be removed or postponed. (laughs) They are certain they will come and they must come. And we need to prepare for them. The Apostle Paul had some difficulties in his life, didn't he? Jesus had some difficult days in his life, didn't he? The Son of Man, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, had some tough days. And he had some conversation with his father. He saw difficult days. And he said, Father, I don't want to go through these days. But the Spirit of God reminded him that it is for this purpose you came. And he quickly said, Father, not my will, but let your will be done. When God allows us to go through difficult days, they are certain they will come. I don't want to pastor a church where everybody hates difficult days. I was telling my church in Liberia, if you don't want a spirituality that has difficulty with it, then don't be a Christian. Because that symbol is a symbol of what? Suffering and shame. And the moment you sign Those young women who were baptized this morning, everything you were saying, yes. Will you serve the Lord? Yes. You just sign up for difficult days. But we can rejoice. We can rejoice because in our difficult days, the Lord will not abandon us. He will not forsake us. He will not leave us. He is our present help in time of need. If God showed up when Daniel and his friends were in Difficult times. He will show up when our difficult times come. 
If the Lord showed up when Paul and Silas were going through difficult days, he is going to show up when our days of difficulty come. The blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. Did you know that? The seed of the church over the years has been the blood of the faithful that have been executed, burned at stake, killed, thrown out of the lions. Their blood is what got us going today. So the difficult days are certain. Don't pray so that God will push difficult days ahead. Your prayer should be, Father, I know difficult days will come. The church will go through persecution. But when that day comes, Lord, give me the strength to exercise my faith, to be firm in my faith, to trust you. So not only will difficult days be certain, Paul was also telling Timothy that difficult days have a purpose. I don't know when your difficult days will come. Okay? I'm I'm talking to conservative Christians in this country. I don't know when your difficult days will come. I don't know when that president, <laughs> you, you just had one who really, who really, you know, by the grace of God, he didn't destroy the church. All right. But should God allow a leader to take over America who will fight the church, he will be doing that on purpose. My purpose will be for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, the bride of Christ, to stand up, to lead us and look them in the face and say, we will serve the Lord. So the purpose for difficult days in the future will be so that God can use difficulty to bring forth what is in you, what is in me. Difficult days will show how strong we are. Difficult days tell whether you love the Lord or you don't love the Lord. There are some Christians who are only faithful to the Lord if they have three meals to eat every day. There are some believers, as long as the vehicles are moving, they will be faithful to the Lord. As long as the, the paychecks are coming every month, they will be faithful to the Lord. But I got news for you. When the day comes and paychecks don't come, still be faithful to the Lord. When the days come when leaders decide they will not teach Bibles in your schools, disobey them. Be faithful to the Lord. You know, there are, there are times 
Church, we need to disobey our leaders. Right? If a leader told me, if my government is saying I shouldn't teach Bible in my school, well, I'm going to tell all my church members, nobody is going to go to a public school. And we will not sponsor any public program. Because the Bible is our life. So when difficult days come, and they certainly will come in your country, what will you do? Are you prepared to handle those difficult days? How, 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 how genuine is your faith in the Lord? How strong are you? If, if your government made life so difficult that you didn't have electricity for one week or one month or one year, will God still be God? <laughs> eh? If Walmart and some of, some of your chain of stores, how, how they call them, Walmart, JCPenney, if they all were closed down, will we still be Christians in this country? My encouragement to you is, yes, be strong. Determine in your heart, you can be. You can be strong. Be of good courage. Be of good courage. Be strong. But Paul also told Timothy that, yeah, even though difficult days are certain, difficult days are for a purpose to strengthen your faith and to bring out what God has deposited in you. He says, difficult days finally... must be appreciated. We must appreciate difficult days and that appreciation should make us to live purposefully. We should live on what? Purpose. And, and the language Paul uses in addressing Timothy is, he says, be sober. Is that the American pronunciation for S-O-B-E-R? Sober. Be level-headed. <laughs> A lot of Christians around the world are not level-headed. You have a lot of us Christians, idiots. Paul says, if you will survive the difficult days that will be coming, you, can, you cannot afford to be an idiot. You have to be level-headed. level You have to be sober. You have to be intentional about life. You have to be able to say yes and no. You have to be able to say to people, we will and we will not do it. The rest of the world, the rest of the believers in the world are waiting 
for the believers in America to stand up and say, we will say no to ISIS. We will say no to Boko Haram. We will say no to ungodliness. Somebody has to take the lead. So if the American church is not ready to take the lead, who will take the lead? You can. Because God has positioned this country to lead the rest of the world. And if the church in America can stand up for what's right, if the church in America can stand up and say no to certain things, the rest of the church around the world will stand in solidarity with the United States of America, the church in the U.S., and we will conquer the devil. The devil is a defeated guy already. We just need to practice our faith. Let's put faith into action. So thank you for having us. It's been a great week. Great week. You fed us. Gary and, and Paula, thank you for food. We've been eating three meals a day. They've taken us shopping. But we just want to let you know, church, keep the faith. Right. Even if people are saying they will take Bibles out of the church, keep Bibles in your homes. Let's teach the Bible to our children. The responsibility to raise our children is on us, it's not government. I have told the government in Liberia, I run this school. It's my responsibility. God gave me these kids. I will discipline. <laughs> you are not going to come to usurp to take my responsibility. That's why they got all our children messed up. Who do you think should be disciplining your children? You, not the government. What right has a government to come and take my child and talk about what? So what, what is the church doing about that? With all these social things. Do you guys want to build a communist nation out of America? Because all the ideas your people are bringing are all communist ideas. And they are throwing away ideas upon which this country was built. May the Lord help you. May the Lord help the church in America. Difficult days will be coming, but God will be faithful. Difficult days will come, but God will show up for you. You get that? Difficult days are coming, but our God is faithful. If we remain faithful to him, he will remain faithful to us. Father, we thank you that you never gave up on us and you would never give up on the church in America. I pray, Lord, you will strengthen my brothers and sisters to say no, to speak up, even if they will be jailed, to ungodliness, 
and to the leadership of ungodly people. And we pray that you will preserve this country. You will preserve the church in this country. For your glory and for your glory and for your glory only. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.